0: Hey y'all, and welcome to a movie review from Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today we are talking Shazam, the new one, 2019, uh, by director David Sandberg. Uh, he's he did Annabelle Creations, Lights Out. Um, this is the new movie that's out. This is DC's new attempt at making things lighter and friendlier. Um, and uh, and you know what? I gotta I gotta be honest with you guys. Pleasantly surprised. I went in with low expectations. Uh, oftentimes, when that happens, though, it's kind of like easy to be impressed, <laughs> and and so I'm having a hard time of understanding if I'm either easily impressed because it wasn't awful, or if I thought it was an actually a good movie. I mean, like there are moments or, driving home when I'm like texting the guys, "Squeaks had watched it, it as date night. He didn't invite me, so what the heck? He could have bumped off Sarah and just had me go instead. Whatever, Sarah, uh, and Daniel and stuff like that. They're gonna watch it later on. But anyways um i was texting the guys and i'm like i'm not sure if this is better than aquaman i'm like it might be i just really liked it so um it was a really solid movie i'm gonna do a quick review over it, over it uh, the reason we're not doing this as a regular episode is because we have the two game of thrones episodes coming up next week you're actually getting one on monday that is the um, review of all game of thrones previously and then on friday instead of the next monday dropping on friday we're having an episode drop that'll be uh, kind of like predictions of what we think is going to happen for the next season of the game of thrones. So we have this Shazam movie. We're going to have a Hellboy one-off. We're going to have a pet cemetery one-off episode, uh, possibly a one. one. We're still working on scheduling for that. So expect this to be like a 15 minute one. And I'm already almost two minutes in and I haven't actually got too much. So, <laughs> uh, okay. Again, Shazam directed by David F Sandberg. I think he did a solid job. Uh, the cast is what everybody's been talking about. We have Zachary Levi plays Shazam, um, Ash, uh, Asher Angel, which is a name we probably should start getting used to. I think he's going to be getting pretty big. He's playing Billy Babson. Um, we had uh Jade. I want to say it's Jade. No, <laughs> it's Jack. Jack Dylan, uh, Grazer played Freddie Freeman. Uh, you guys know him from it. He was the one that had like afraid of all the diseases and stuff like that. I want to say what else he did. I think that was pretty much it, but he was, he was a lot of fun. Uh, From it, and then uh, Mark Strong he played Savannah in this. You know him from Kingsman, he's like the um, the Q from Kingsman. If that makes a a reference, you guys understand. He's also from Green Lantern, his other DC movie as Sinestro, which I think I'm pretty sure DC and WB deleted it from every hard drive they own. They're trying to ignore that Green Lantern ever happened. They are working on another Green Lantern, it's going to be a uh, buddy cop kind of thing. Uh, so that's gone basically um just to get this out of the way real quick for you guys who are familiar with the shazam story it's going to be kind of complicated because we also had captain marvel come out recently and it's funny because as i'm watching this i'm comparing the two movies in my head in the comics the early days when shazam wasn't owned by dc especially uh he was actually called captain marvel so i don't want to get people confused or anything like that but for a lot of people, he is Captain Marvel. Shazam was actually named the wizard that, that gave him his abilities. I'm not going to go to the full details because we're trying to make this a little bit of a broad review. I'm not going to get any spoilers. But for the sake of, I think, what DC's trying to... Because this is based off the New 52 comics. So Shazam is his name and the wizard Shazam, we'll call him the wizard Shazam. Uh, and the thing he yells is Shazam. So get used to that phrase. It's, it's everywhere on this and uh, we're not using Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's staying in the Marvel Universe now. Uh, real quick, the plot is Billy Babson's this kid who, um, just so you guys are, this is kind of a, the, again, the new 52 storyline. Uh, he is taken in by the wizard Shazam, who says, Look, I need to give you my powers. I'm going away. You'll get these powers that are basically like different characters of the pantheon, of the Greek pantheon, which is one of the reasons I think Shazam's pretty interesting, is he has like lightning like Zeus and strength like Hercules, stuff like that. And he's doing this because Shazam is one of the last Council of Wizards, I think they're called. Uh, stopping the seven deadly sins from wreaking havoc, and the last time they tried to give somebody powers, which is a little Easter egg for a sequel that we'll be seeing on later on, that superhero turned evil and ended up raising the seven deadly sins. And uh, just a heads up on on future stuff, that's Black Adam, and we know Black Adam is played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So super excited about that. That was why this new this movie needed to be good because we know it's on the horizon is going to be amazing. So, <laughs> we had to have this be amazing. So yeah, so so he gives him these powers, and then he goes out, and the seven deadly sins do break loose because you know the Shazam's just taking Shazam the wizard is taking too long on uh, getting his power to somebody. He needed to find somebody really pure of heart. He didn't want another Black Adam, so he's kind of pressed for time. The seven deadly sins get out, and then Shazam has to fight them off. That's the. That's the broadest way I could explain this movie without giving you too much spoilers, because I really want you guys to go out and enjoy this. It it was, it was a really it wasn't like thought-provoking or like that, but it was a nice little like coming-of-age story for Billy Babson, who um is a foster kid, uh, who's the one that becomes Shazam. He's in a foster family. He's finally in a really good foster family. I think the foster family is the highlight of the whole film. Freddy, who plays his like new brother and best friend, who um uh, is this like the superhero expert. <laughs> really, he is us. And you really identify with Freddy, which is <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the movie. It's their friendship and really seeing Billy kind of find a new home with his family. That's it's like, let's stick together kind of thing like that. So that that like coming of age, that, that growing story out of Billy Babson is really where the strength is in this movie. The settings, their home is is kind of something like that, where it's like this kind of ran down home but it's it is a home where all of them find solace together and it's a place where they could actually hang their hat uh the plot was pretty straightforward i mean again it's the new 52 plot so it's something that's tried it's tried and true uh what we're going to do for this by the way guys we're going to be using the system we used for level up our old video game uh, thing. we're going to be bringing that to back but um so each like plot characters director we're all going to give them like individual scores we'll add them up at the end for final score so for the plot, I would give it like a, out of 20, I would give it 18 out of 20. Because again, it's, it's something that we already know that's good. Uh, they didn't make too many changes on it, which I wish they would. If they had added Black Adam to it, I would have given it a 20 out of 20. I cannot wait for Black Adam. He is one of my favorite villains in DC. He's insanely strong. That dude can rock the Justice League. He he can be amazing. So I'm really excited to see him come around. Uh, Next up is acting and characters. Supporting roles, Amazing. Supporting roles, every supporting characters, all the the uh, foster siblings, the uh, foster parents, amazing. The uh, especially Freddie, like he really stands out. The villain, uh, who plays Savannah, uh, Mark Strong plays him, uh, a badass villain, really good villain, really well done. <laughs> well, the shame is the two actors that I wish were replaced is Shazam and Billy Babson. I I just don't care for them too much. I'm not, I've never been a big Zachary Levi fan um i know he did chuck and anything like that i just wasn't a big fan of him but props to him in the sense that his job is to play a like a big if you guys know what i'm tom hicks movie he's playing a little kid being an adult so in that sense he he does portray that well i just i'm just not a big fan of him i think his expressions are a little too over the top but i guess that's true for what a kid would be so so it's one of those things where it's if you're a Zachary Levi fan, he is very Zachary Levi in this. Billy himself, I think he's just he didn't quite capture the Billy aspect of it. He he needed to really kind of I think he's gonna grow into his own, but for now he's not quite there personally. Uh, the dialogue between Freddy and, and Shazam was was one of the big highlights of the movie as as you know, Shazam, the the older version, is learning his abilities and learning how to be in an adult body. His dialogue with Freddy, who already knows about superheroes, is really funny. And that's one of my favorite parts about the movie is the meta hero plot. So the whole time they're in a superhero enriched world. Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman all exist. And Freddy happens to be, uh, uh, he actually, this isn't like a spoiler or like that. He has in a bag a bullet that stopped on Superman. He collects it as a collectible. And so it's one of those worlds where, like, if you had enough money, you could go buy a battering, <laughs> like, a real battering. So it's kind of funny that throughout the whole show, the whole movie, Freddy's wearing Batman and Superman shirts, and it's and it's the DC Superman shirts. Like, it's actually ones you can go buy, like, at Walmart or Target or something like that. I was kind of thinking, like, okay, so we know in our world, Warner Brothers and DC own the rights to those. Who owns the rights in that world is, like... Justice League getting some cheddar out of this—is that what pays for the the bat suit and everything like that? Like, it's kind of interesting. I thought maybe Wayne Wayne uh, uh, Enterprise owns a little bit of that action. I don't know, but I thought it was kind of funny. As for another part of the acting is the villain again. It's Mark Strong. That is the most adult. I'm using air quotes. You guys can't see. Uh, that's the most adult aspect of the film. His he has the seven deadly sins around him often, and they're portrayed almost like demon like. So if you're thinking like taking your kids and stuff like that, totally take your kids. But that is a kind of monster-esque part, and I think that I really think that Mark did a great job playing the role. I mean, he he did an excellent job acting. I thought I'm gonna give this a 16 out of 20. It's solely because the two most important actors I think didn't quite portray the the roles that well. Uh, it's 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 unfortunate because there is so much lean on them. Now, it what what might be yeah, there might be the strongest part of the, sh- the movie. I want to say is the directing. The pacing was really well, especially early and late in the film. The middle might have slowed down a little bit with the um, childlike wonderment within Shazam. That part kind of slowed down the movie in the middle there. It was a lot of it, but it was really nice, but it was a lot of it. It does a lot of like quick cuts. Uh, uh, say Shazam's like, oh, I know what I'm going to do with this. This is what something you see in the trailer. I know what I'm going to do with this power of being an adult, and then it like, quickly cuts to him by trying to buy beer, and then it quickly cuts to something else, all for a comedic effect because this movie is very much a comedy and a superhero movie. So that's something that they captured really well. A lot of the shots are done kind of lower on Shazam and Billy walking around or uh, Shazam, I'm sorry, and Freddy walking around. That's to give Zachary Levi a larger than normal um, build. They already do kind of pad up his his uh, suit a little bit. He did get super buff for this, but the, he even says like he, his shoulders and stuff like that all have padding in there. And the camera is just slightly lower than you normally would see it to kind of make him look even bigger that was a really good director's choice. It really makes Zachary stand out. Final battle, which is probably the highlight to me in DC battles is really kind of a smaller battle. It's not like this huge, we're tired of seeing Superman and Zod just rip through buildings and take out all of Metropolis for this big fight. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh great. Yeah. You took out Zod and you know, 16 skyscrapers full of people, you know, no, this was actually a lot closer fight, a lot smaller fight. And while that did not feel like a DC movie, it did feel more like a DC comic book. Now, if you think of a fight between Batman and anybody, they're a lot more like, you know, in a in a warehouse or something like that, and, and it's a lot more impactful. And, and while the stakes don't seem as high in the grand scheme of things, it's still our character deciding what to do and, and change due to what he's learned over his, his journey. And so um, there is a small little bit of them flying around going crazy. But even that, they do a little cutscene, and I don't want to talk about spoilers, so I won't say much, but they do a little piece to kind of like mock that with the Batman-Superman thing. I won't say much more than that, but it was kind of a nice little little notch, like, we know, we know, we know, we're not going to do this. But most of the end was a lot more of a closer, tight-knit fight scene. It felt very comic booky. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a good choice. So, I mean, I really thought the director, and I haven't heard much about the director outside of this, so I hope they give him more roles for DC. I, I'm going to say 15 out of 15, guys. I really think the directing is something that's just well done and unsung. I, they really got to give him more roles because I think he did an excellent job of giving us what Shazam should have been. Score-wise, I think the score was okay. It wasn't like outstanding. It wasn't really noticeable. They did actually use some of the Superman music um for a couple cues here and there it did have to bounce back and forth between being like a comedy because so i don't know if you guys know this but music and score in a movie in film is less about um something visual of course not visual. it's about how you feel and so the score will change when it's supposed to be comedic and it'll change when it's supposed to be dramatic and so there is a lot of bouncing back and forth they had to do uh, so for that, I give them props, but it's, it was a bit of a harsh turn sometimes. So it wasn't anything memorable. It wasn't anything outstanding. I, I really didn't feel like Shazam got a signature song. See, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, we all know Wonder Woman's song. It was memorable. We know now in the next Justice League, when we hear that, like, tribal music kick in again, it's, oh, Wonder Woman's coming in. She's going to buzz through the wall with the shield. We didn't get any of that with Shazam. We didn't get any memorable songs coming out of this. So I'm going to go with a 10 out of 15 out of that, kind of a low end score, because it wasn't anything outstanding. Uh, production design this is a really big one for this movie. Uh, one thing to note is it takes place during Christmas, which is kind of weird because we're not in Christmas. So it's like, okay, this should have came out in December. would have in perfectly. And I'm telling you guys, every flashback was Christmas. It was all Christmassy. So it was kind of weird. It was like, okay, clearly you guys meant for this to be like a December 20th release. And it was just kind of out of place. It was really kind of just, you know, one of those things where they, you know, when you're producing a movie like this, it takes a year and a half for all the editing and everything like that. They didn't plan on it coming out this time of year, clearly. Once you get past that, I mean, there's a couple things I noticed. Razor, definitely Razor, the, the uh, uh, gaming um, company, they definitely sponsored some of this film because it, I could have probably counted on beyond two hands every time I saw the word Razor on screen. Uh, one of the foster kids is big into gaming. He had Razor this, Razor that. There was random Razor boxes on shelves in the back. It was like, okay, we get it. He was using a razor phone, which is a very unique phone to have. I mean, that was kind of a surprise to see him walking around with that. Props to Razor for getting into a DC movie, though. The Shazam costume, I would have to say I have to kind of get used to that costume. It was very bright and its it, it reminds me a lot of Aquaman's second tier costume in the Aquaman movie, where it's like, hey, guys, we took the comic book costume and we just made it. And so it takes some time to get used to that the costume I did not care for was the wizard Shazam felt like a high school play costume. It was so weird. It was so like, like, I think I could have bought that at the Halloween store. The, uh, the, uh, beard and the wig was really off putting. Now, if you look up new 52 wizard of Shazam and you see what he looks like, that is badass. It looks really cool. Um, you could tell like the aging aspect and, and he's like leans on the staff a little bit more. It was just like, They gave him too many robes and stuff like that to where he didn't feel like he was, I don't know, he didn't feel as amazing as... The New 52 Shazam, Wizard Shazam, is so awesome. He's easily my favorite version of the wizard. But when you see him in the movie, they just really did not portray him well. And I think a lot of that was the costume. That big, bright lightning bolt. I can understand it on Shazam himself, but on the wizard looks off-putting... It's a little bit too much. Um, so I want to say that that was a pretty, pretty rough one. But uh, again, on the costume side, uh, Freddy wearing all the DC shirts was a really joy, real big joy. Uh, Aquaman. He had an Aquaman, a Superman, a, a Batman and a Wonder Woman shirt. The Wonder Woman one's hard to tell it's Wonder Woman, except for it's like these gold bars and it has a uh, god killer, her sword in the center. So you're like, okay, if you recognize that sword, which hopefully you do, that's a Wonder Woman shirt. That's awesome. <laughs> so that was pretty cool um next up and that was i'm gonna give that a 12 out of 15 i think it's a pretty decent score for production design uh special effects and i I i'm trying to go a little bit quicker here because we're at 18 minutes now uh special effects and cgi they were all pretty good the main cgi was transitioning from billy babson to shazam uh they did a really good job on some of them the one that you've seen on trailers a few times and is easily the star is Billy Babson's running, jumps off a building, and then yells Shazam halfway through, launches off from that. That was a moment I was like, oh, that's awesome, that's cool. And it's a really pivotal pivotal moment for Billy Babson's character, so that, like, full-on embracing the faith of Shazam was kind of a rewarding moment in the storyline, too. So to see that CGI just nailed was important, because it was really, really needed. Other big, and like, all the lightning effects, because Shazam, of course, uses the lightning of Zeus um those were all really well done they're very bright very powerful looking the uh other cgi that's really important is all the seven sins these demon-like looking characters um that was okay it was pretty good i think they were smart about the way they did that Uh, every time you see them except for one scene uh, but every time you see them is is a dark environment and their skin is very demon-like so it's it's Brown tones, tan tones. When you do that in a darker setting, even with like the bright red eyes and everything like that, it all leans to longevity. It, it's like when they used to do the old Godzillas in Rain. It's to kind of hide the lighting and stuff like that because the, the lighting is what eventually will make the longevity rough. For a good example is Jurassic Park. You can watch Jurassic Park. That T-Rex running up the Jeep while you know it is aged, and you can see that it is aged, it lasts far better than some CGI made 10 years after that. And it's because the lighting and how they hid some of the CGI effect. They did a really well job, a really well done job with that in this movie. Um, So I'm going to give that out of 15, I'm going to give that a 14. Uh, So if you add that all up, guys, we're looking at an 18, 16, 15, 10, 12, and a 14. We're looking at a total score for Shazam 85 out of 100. That has me higher than a lot of the other stuff. IMDb has it at a 79. Metascore has it at a 72. Um, IMDb I like their score a little better because they use a lot of user review, and I think that's where this movie's gonna come in. I think this is a movie you're gonna want to take your kids to. I think it's one of those like visually really cool movies. It's got a really nice, just solid, complete story. You go in with the story, you end with a you end with a good ending. It has a nice closure. Uh, It's not one of those that's really leaning on making an extra movie, stuff like that. So I think this movie is going to do better with fans and users over your critics. The critics, I think, are going to be a little harsher on this because there's some, you know, real um, like movie etiquette stuff that they might be missing. Again, the score, I think, was a week uh, apart for them. But generally, it was a solid flick. There is two after credit scenes. I want to make sure you guys catch out. There's a mid credit and then a full after one. The mid credit one is leading on to the next one. Uh, which can kind of lead into Black Adam. Speaking of Black Adam, there's a Black Adam Easter egg. If you pay attention to Shazam, the wizard Shazam Explain the past. He actually shows a avatar, basically a Black Adam. Uh, another cool thing is <laughs> there's a, a moment where someone's using superpowers and they actually use Hadouken and him, which is, of course, Street Fighter and uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, which is cool if you guys are gamers. You're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's neat. Um, and then the last little bit I, I thought was pretty cool is during the whole movie, they never s- stick with a name for Shazam. <laughs> they never call him Shazam, which is in rem- It's kind of like a little Easter egg for the comic books when he didn't have a solid name for a long time with the whole Captain Marvel thing. Now, if you want to go one Easter egg higher, if the meta Easter egg, which, I've you know, this is crazy, in the Captain Marvel movie we just had, like, what, a couple months ago, they never called her Captain Marvel in the movie. Pretty crazy, guys, that there's two movies who have competing names, and in both movies, they don't ever call the, cap- the, the their superhero that name, so pretty interesting, I thought that was kind of fun, um, but I liked it, it was a fun movie, I definitely think it's it's more family friendly, this is a four quadrant film, uh, again, I'm going to go 85 out of 100, and texting the guys, I think I'm higher than the rest of them, but I really do like it, I, I would say it's up there with Aquaman, uh, up there with Wonder Woman, I think Wonder Woman's third act failed, but I think it's still pretty high, uh overall i'm really excited for where dc is going and i hope you guys check it out and uh, that's about it for this this little quick review and guys hit us up with those reviews we could use those five star reviews helps us out a lot and we'll be coming out with a lot more movie reviews over the next few days we'll see you guys later bye